Yo, minasan, konnichiwa. Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today, we're gonna talk about my experience here in Japan. Today is actually my anniversary. Four years ago on this day, I went on an airplane that would change my life forever. Four years ago, I was at the airport at O'Hare in Chicago wondering what was going to happen when I landed in Japan. Man, oh man, I had a lot of high expectations, but I never expected what happened. It's been quite a journey, quite honestly, four years here in Japan. I've always dreamed to live overseas. When I was a kid, as I mentioned before in many podcasts, I always wanted to travel the world. That was my dream, to go to different countries and just experience different cultures, different languages, you know, different foods, and just experience what life is in other countries because, you know, all my life, I grew up in the barrio in Chicago, and that's what I was used to, and I wanted to see what was out there. And I remember four years ago, when I wanted to go to Japan, it actually happened. I never thought in a million years I would be living here. The crazy thing is, I remember when I applied to the job, you know, for the teaching position I saw on the internet, I just said, you know what, what do I have to lose? Nothing. The only thing they'll say to me is no. And that's it. So I have to try. So I remember I saw an ad about uh, they're looking for English teachers. And I just applied. Less than a week later, I got a response. You know, for a video session, they were going to talk about the school and expectations and how Japan is and things like that. After going through that, it was about three hours, I think. You know, they answered any questions I had. I didn't have that many. And I remember、uh, they said, okay, well, we're going to put you into the next phase. I think you're good enough for the interview. So, in the interview process, I actually had to do a demo lesson. And you know, obviously, answer any questions they may have in front of、um, the recruiter. And I remember、uh, they gave me, I think it was about a week or maybe a week and a half to prepare a lesson, you know, for 20 minutes or something like that. And they were going to pretend they were students via Skype. And I remember when I did the presentation, they told me, you know, you did very well. This is what you need to work on. But I think.、Uh, We want you. And they actually offered me the job on the spot. And I remember I was shocked. I will never forget that moment because I remember I was like, wow, really? You're actually giving me a job to come to Japan? And they said, yes, absolutely. And the funny thing is,、uh, since there's many schools, they actually gave me、uh, time to think of what, where I wanted to go. And the funny thing was, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. I did my research and I knew exactly where I wanted to go. I mean, any person probably would have picked a big city. Not me. I wanted the countryside. I, want, I, I actually prefer the countryside. I grew up in Chicago you know, pretty much all my life and so much noise, so many people, traffic. So I said, you know what? Let's go to the countryside and. You know, after I got to Japan in the countryside, I fell in love with it and been living in the countryside ever since. 
you know, when I think back, I had expectations. My expectations were I wanted to feel like I'm at home. And I remember when I came to Japan, I actually felt that right away. I don't know. I felt like I came home. I felt like I was at home. I mean, granted, the language barriers and obviously different customs and things like that, I'm not used to, but overall, I felt at home. I felt actually safe. My only regret is I didn't study enough Japanese back in Chicago or back in Ohio, actually, that's where I lived before. I didn't study enough. I should have studied more. I didn't think I would move to Japan. But if I could give myself advice, I would tell myself, please study more than you did. Because I actually studied for almost a year. And that's still not enough, obviously. But if I could go back in time, I would probably have studied four years at least to grasp the language to get a better understanding of it because it's so difficult. But other than that, I feel great here. I mean, obviously I miss my family. You know, I miss my mom, my brother, my sister, my father, and I miss everyone. But the way I see how things are going right now, I think I made a wise decision to move here. I mean, you have the the president causing chaos and dividing a country. I remember when I came to Japan four years ago, it was Obama. And then the, the Trumpster won in November of that year. And chaos ensued after that. And I always tell my friends, I guess I moved at the right time because I didn't get to experience any of that. But let's get back on track here. The reason I'm doing this podcast is I just want to reflect on the four years I've been here in Japan. I mean, four years ago when I came to Japan, I just had high hopes. And today, I have a family. I have my son and my wife, and we're a family of three. And I never thought in a million years that I would call Japan my home. But it is my home. And I just want to tell all my listeners out there to chase your dreams. Never give up. Whatever your dream may be, go for it. You never know what you're going to get, what's going to happen. I mean, if you don't try, that's what I've learned over the years. I mean, I've always had that mentality. I'd rather fall flat on my face and fail miserably rather than keep asking myself, what if? Because you know what? If you keep telling yourself, what if? What if? What if? When you grow up, you know, if you're blessed to be an older person, you're going to look back on your life and just say, wow, I wish I, I would have done something. I would I would have said something. And that's what I don't want. I actually want to say, you know what? I fell flat on my face, but I did my best. And you know what? When I came to Japan, maybe I would have fell flat on my face. I mean, because essentially I started over. I gave up everything I had in the States to move to Japan. I had a big dream to start a new life. It's pretty much what my grandfather did when he came to the United States back in the day, back during the World War II era when they needed workers. You know, my grandfather came to the United States 
in the Bracero program, which was a program uh, designed to bring workers from Mexico so they could help produce, you know, the aircrafts and all things like that for the war. And if they did that, they would be granted some form of citizenship, a promise citizenship. And my grandfather was one of those uh, workers. And that's how he was able to bring his entire family to the States after working for so many years in the, in the States. And, you know, when I look back at my grandfather's life, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you're, you did exactly what your dad did, what your grandfather did. You, you came from a different country and you moved somewhere else. And I always say, you know what? <laughs> I don't think it was like that because when they came to the U.S., I think, their experience was a lot different than mine you know I bet there was a lot of discrimination they faced back in the day I'm sure there was you know with me it's been the contrary I've been fortunate enough blessed enough not to experience any of that you know and I always say no it's not the same I don't feel like it is you know I always say they're much braver than me because they went into a foreign country without really relatively speaking the language when I came here I knew something I knew some of what of the language and I was able to communicate and I forced myself to explain myself with hand gestures or whatever just to get my point across maybe it is the same thing like my grandfather and my dad did back in the day when they migrated to the US from Mexico but that's for another story Anyhow, I wanted it to keep this as short as possible. I just wanted to reflect on the four years. I could actually do a whole hour, two-hour podcast on this topic because there's so much to say. But I do want to say that I do want to do more podcast episodes. It's just that right now, I'm actually working on a game, on an app. I'm trying to program a gaming app, and it's been a challenge all my attention has been focused on that when I'm not working. I actually wake up two hours before it's time to get ready to go to work just to work on the app. I've been doing that and I'm making some progress. You know, hopefully in the near future I could release it and I could talk about it. I actually do want to make a podcast episode talking about the process and things like that because it is challenging. I will say this now that I've I'm trying to program a game. Now when I see a bad game, I I realize they just gave up and didn't want to fix it because, you know, the game I'm working on, there's lots of bugs and things like that, and I constantly have to make changes on the script. This is a totally different beast for me because I don't know how to write scripts for games. I made myself learn, but it's been a fun process. Anyhow, I leave you with this thought. I challenge all my listeners out there to follow your dreams, no matter how big or small they may be. Just go for it. Like, look at me. I'm working on a gaming app. I have no idea what I have no idea what I'm doing really, but I'm doing the best I can. Actually, it's coming out pretty decent, considering you know I'm taking some online course on programming and I'm doing step by step and I'm studying and things like that I'm figuring out things on my own so I leave you with this thought I challenge all my listeners out there follow your dreams 
complete your goals, do whatever it takes. Just never give up. Anyhow, that is all for today. Thank you for listening. I will talk to y'all later. Hasta luego. Matane.